I'm going to get COVID either early or mid-October, quarantine for the last two weeks, and then I'll have the bodies for like two to three months. So I should be able to get through Christmas at least. The bodies you're just shortening. You're just shortening antibodies with bodies. You're wasting all the time I saved. You good? I am good. Let's all do right. this. Let's get this in one take. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's do it live. Welcome to None Taken. The internet's only debate and current events show with me, your host, Dustin. Joining us, as always, is Alan. At the time of this recording, it's Tuesday, September 8th, 2020, the day after Labor Day, coming to you in all white like Puffy and Mace in a 90s hip-hop video. We are here recapping another week of current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal life. Thank you for joining us whenever and wherever you're listening from. Please subscribe right now if you haven't done so already. And if you leave a positive review anywhere, send us a message about it on nuntakenpod.com, where I will then ask you what your Venmo is and probably send you $5. Alan, how are you? I am good, man. You got me with the Puffy and Mace intro. I was not, I was not expecting that. I'm not some fucking elitist that stops wearing white because it's after it's Labor Day. Labor yeah, Day? Some I East Coast you. bullshit, like Hamptons fashion crap. I don't know why that's got me all triggered. Spent yeah. a weekend wanting to say that to someone, so there we go. <laughs> you got it out, got it off your chest. I'm good, man. I'm I am great. I'm actually kind of giddy right now. I'll be honest with you. I am on vacation. I have been on vacation since. Uh, let's see. I worked till about eight thirty on Saturday night, and I am officially in vacation mode since then. Didn't you uh, have um, like a seven week vacation earlier in the year? Uh, it was longer than that. It was like a three month <laughs> vacation. But that vacation, I was not so giddy for. I wasn't no, able to do sucked. anything fun. That one kind of blew. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so, see, um... What you got planned? Or is that where you're going? I'm he- Yeah, tomorrow I'm heading up to my dad's in Washington State, and so I'll be there through, uh, next, next Monday I'll be coming back. So I'm super stoked to head up there, get away from the heat and the fires down here, although <laughs> my dad texted me this morning and there's fires up there too, uh, now. Do they get bad fires in Washington State? I mean, I know it's green and it rains a lot, but it's gotta get dry too, right? Yeah, they do. They do get. Am I just least. forgetting a time where there was like a horrible fire in Washington State? I feel like I don't remember ever really. Yeah, there have been plenty. From those part, they haven't threatened a lot of structures in the recent past, but they they definitely get fires up there. Not not nearly as bad as we get down here, but they're they're definitely there. In fact, my brother, like two years ago, I want to say, actually did some like wild wildland firefighting for the the fire season. Oh. So he was out there on the lines doing that. Is he in prison? No, no, he did it for a private contractor that I don't understand. That was uh, uh, yeah, like private prison. By the... No, no, no. Yeah, Kamala no. Harris was his boss. I get it. No, no, he, he's in the army reserves, dude. No, he's 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 a good boy. He wasn't in prison. <laughs> I, I keep thinking of bad jokes, but it's your family, so I'll stop. <laughs> he's a good boy. <laughs> It's all good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they do get him up there. He said that uh, it wasn't too bad smoky where he is. Man, today the smoke up here has been like intense. Although, I guess I was reading that the smoke that we're seeing like today is from the fires north of us, and it's because it's traveled so far. Right. Most of the smoke is upper in the upper atmosphere. So it actually doesn't – you don't feel it that much like when you're breathing or walking around. The air quality mm-hmm. isn't actually that bad. Uh, but when you look at it, like – 
you can barely see the sun. It's a, just a red dot up there. Yeah, we've uh, had fires here. By the time it gets out to where we're at, it's not like it's it doesn't smell like smoke that bad or anything. But just like you said, the sun is just this orange dot in the sky like three hours before the sun goes down you can just stare at it like the president during an eclipse like (laughs) yeah man it was weird i woke up today this was probably one of the yellowest skies we've had since um since the fire started which they've been going for like three weeks or something up here um yeah you talked about it on the show i was like okay lightning sure like fuck (laughs) yeah so there's a new fire east of fresno in the sierra foothills um the creek fire which has burned 144,000 acres and is 0% contained. They had to uh, take choppers in and, and airlift people out that were like camping and hiking in there that got that got caught. Like a, I think somewhere in the neighborhood of 300 people had to be rescued, Whoa. including their pets wow. in various places out there. So yeah, pretty scary stuff. Uh, yeah, I went up to my buddies on Sunday and so driving through Vacaville to get to Sacramento uh, was just man, the hills are just scorched, and the the smoke out there was really bad. It was just a fucking hellscape out there. Um, and then Sacramento, dude, I don't know why the fuck I went to Sacramento. It was yeah. <laughs> it was a hundred and five degrees, dude. We went to a brewery. We went to Track Seven in Sacramento, which I like, great brewery. But literally, by the time you like buy your beer and you go outside to sit underneath the you know tents or whatever they have out there, two minutes later your beer's already warm. Like it's just that Whoa. hot. It's and the smoke is bad. So we went out there. We were probably there for an hour and a half, two hours. And I was like, dude, we let's go somewhere else. Like, I'm kind of over this place. And he's like, yeah, you want to go to my place for a while and just cool off? Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. So we went to his place and we ended up just staying there, dude. We played Nintendo. It was, uh, we drank beer. We ate cheese. He's into cheese. What did you play so on Nintendo? Uh, we played Dr. Mario and we played Mario Kart. Of course. Good job. Yeah, on Switch? Nintendo Switch. Yeah, Nintendo yeah. Switch. Yeah, the, the cart on the Switch takes some getting used to. The controllers do get. That's all. Weird. Yeah. Is that what you no, mean? I mean, yeah, you get yeah. used to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Man. But that was fun. And then uh, he had like a whole drawer full of cheese in his refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I guess I'm at the age now where I have friends that are into cheese, which, I mean, I like cheese. I'm down with it. Yeah, uh, I get excited by cheese. Yeah. He, <laughs> so he brought out all these cheeses. So we were eating, like, he had cheese with like espresso on it and just all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, so we're eating cheese, drinking beer, playing Nintendo. It was a great time. Um, but Monday, man, I so another buddy of mine invited me to a barbecue for Labor Day. And I was just like burnt from from Sunday. I was like, Dude, it's hot, feeling. man. Yeah, yeah. I know. The heat like takes it out of you. Yeah, we. So didn't... I didn't do sh- I didn't do shit on Monday. I just stayed home. Honestly, yeah. I was like, sorry, bro. I'm just not feeling it today. Did you grill or anything? <sighs> no. <laughs> yeah, fucking outside, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't do it. Dude, it was thing. a 120 in L.A. Jesus. Yeah, I think it was their highest temperature recorded, at least you know for that day or whatever. Yeah, there was a ton of records broken. Over the over the weekend, I mean the fires have burned 2.3 million acres so far, which is already a record, and we're only in fucking September. So and they're not out, and they're not out. The, the ones around here are mostly like 90, 95 percent contained, but still they're burning. That one, the Creek Fire, is zero percent contained. Jeez, did you hear the cause? I don't know if it was the one in L.A. or the one in San Diego, but did you hear the cause of one of the fires? <laughs> the gender reveal party. Yeah, yeah. Usually that's what happens to me when somebody finds out about my penis they like burn down <laughs> half the state <laughs> nice yeah, thanks nice yeah that was that's pretty asinine to start a whole forest fire with the uh gender reveal party fireworks i guess but yeah i don't even understand happened. like how yeah exactly whatever that's cool dude 
Anything yeah. else? Me? All okay. I want to talk about all week. It's the only thing I want to talk about this week. I mean, we've got tons of topics, but I just want to talk about the movie Tenet with anybody who went to theaters and saw Tenet. I know you haven't, so we won't talk about Tenet, but I do want to talk about going to see the movie. Dude, so I actually uh, tried to go see it, but there's no theaters around me open. Like, so I find a them. week ago, like when I was editing the show last week, I was messaging Natasha. I was like, fuck, man, I, like, I didn't realize how quick the release date for Tenet had come up because it right. was like September was a different month. And I was like, ah, you know, it's not two days from now or whatever. Um, and once I realized it while I was editing the show last week, I stopped and started searching. I just assumed California, all the movies were shut down. Yeah, um, I thought so, too. Yeah. And so I was like, well, Arizona doesn't give a fuck. So like Yuma is like a two and a half hour drive. It's a lot shorter than you'd think. And I'm like, all right, well, Yuma sucks, but I could drive two and a half hours, watch a movie for two and a half hours and then drive home. And that's not that big of a deal. Uh, I started looking at movie times. I sent them to Natasha and she's like, you want to drive to Arizona to see a movie? I'm like, well, I don't think it's out here. And like immediately she's like, here's all the movie times in San Diego. You fucking idiot. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the movie theaters can't be open more than 25% capacity. So they're not going to make any money. I guess it's just to minimize their losses. This is the movie that's supposed to save Hollywood. Uh, it's Tenet. It's the newest movie by Christopher Nolan. If you're not familiar with Christopher Nolan, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, you have a. I, I'm so excited for you. You have so many movies that you must not be familiar with that are going to blow your mind. I'm sure you've seen the Dark Knight trilogy. That's Christopher Nolan. That's like right. his most commercial movies. Although, like his first big success was Memento. Um, Memento is one of my favorite movies, dude. The Prestige. Yeah. Like I said, Dark Knight trilogy, Inception, Interstellar, Dunkirk. And then this, um, they're all just almost like genre defining in my mind, uh, for especially inception. I think that like really changed like thrillers or, um, suspense thrillers, action movies, uh, because of the concept of time. Uh, and then the way he dealt with time dilation and interstellar was really fun. And then this one, just the, the concept of space and time uh, and how uh, the space moving through space and time was the concept he played with. And the idea that he challenged was fate and free will. And I loved it. It was so good. It, it was so good. Like the next day I was thinking about it. Like, do you remember when you saw Inception? Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember how like for the next week there was like, oh, sh- oh, wow. Yeah, or you'd mind, be like, oh, I got you. Your mind kept this. getting blown like yeah. over and over again. Yeah, yeah. There was something yeah. the next day where I was like, no, hold on. Does that mean? And I'm upstairs and yeah. I'm like, Natasha, hey, did you know that blah, blah, blah? And she's like, oh, shit, you're right. It's so good, dude. But the experience uh, in the theaters was like, I mean, I felt safer going into the theaters than I did most of the homes I've gone into. Nice. Uh, yeah, there was nine people in our theater total, and when it wasn't in this situation, this was one of those theaters where you kind of have like chairs that recline back um, into like lounge chairs, and it's like you and your partner, and then there's a little bit of a space and another pod like that, and then another mm-hmm. space and another yeah. pod like that. So they just shut down every sp- uh, pod in between people. Oh, nice. So you need plenty of space, and like we sat on the back row, so we were above anybody, and that was what everybody was thinking. So, did they still have like concessions open? You yeah, buy popcorn and shit. Yeah, cool. and they brought it out to you too, so I didn't have right. to stick around in line. She can cough in the food on the way to me. It's great. Um, <laughs> it was, I was it trying was... to. Ex- I was trying to explain Christopher Nolan to my friend today, actually, because uh, she's not really into movies, and it's it's tough to do, but he's really groundbreaking, especially like even the way he uses <clears throat> the cameras. Like that shot in Inception where they're like spinning around in that hallway. 
Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Oh, that of course, shit, like, yeah. Nobody, like, nobody did shit like that and I before. think that was Wally Pfister. So Wally Pfister was uh, barely newer. Um, <laughs> Wally Pfister is is constantly being torn between Christopher Nolan and the Coen brothers as the oh, yeah. director of photography. It's funny uh-huh. that he's the DP and his name is Pfister. Wow, just leave that. But right most there. recently, <clears throat> he's been using a different DP. I forget the guy's name. Um, it's like Van something. Anyway, Helsing. yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> so he, I don't think he's used Fister since Inception. But him and and Wally uh, were constantly like coming up with new ideas with each other. Um, and and I think they they, I think they were green together and grew together i'm not sure about that actually but i miss movies with wally fister in them however i haven't noticed it with the new guy so okay no i'm uh, excited to see it i definitely would have seen it today if if i could have found a theater around me it's so good i would actually recommend just buying tickets for multiple showings like days in a row just just get yourself ready and just do it anyways like go dude i might go see it in washington to be honest i would see it like see it in washington and then buy tickets for the next day when you buy tickets dude like it's (laughs) It's that good. I got you. All right. It's good because you're going to have all these theories. You're going to be like, oh, that means this. Okay, well, I want to go back and see it and prove my theory, you know? Right. And like Inception was. Like Inception was, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, this is so much fun. Yeah. I, I just want to spoil it, so I won't. That was my Saturday. Um, also on Saturday, college football started. I watched a little bit of college football. Um, it was weird. Before college football started, uh, they had like their you know uh, <clears throat> kickoff show. And it was just a bunch of talking heads from ESPN on their Zoom screens, you know, from their house, which I'm sure is what ESPN's looked like for the last seven months. I wouldn't know. I stopped watching ESPN when sports stopped. They were doing their pregame thing, and maybe they hadn't been talking about it the whole time, but when I turned it on, and I kept changing the channel and coming back to it because I didn't want to listen to talk about this, they were talking about athletes and protesting and their roles as pro- as leaders and stuff like that. And I was just like, I love that topic. I love that topic. I don't like what you have to say when you're talking about Notre Dame and you know about Notre Dame. I don't want to listen to you talk about social justice <laughs> roles of athletes on campus. Like, I, I don't care. I don't care. I think you you're an idiot. I think you're an idiot when you're talking about Notre Dame. I think that you you're stupid. You don't want stupid. Kirk Herbstreet's hot take on, on athletes' No, I don't role. want Mark May's hot take. That's really who it is. I think okay, he's a okay. fucking idiot anyways. And if he goes up there and starts talking about you know, how we should be talking about the protests and what the roles that athletes have. No, shut up, Mark May. I don't want to listen to you talk. I tolerate you talking. All of these guys. I, um, the, there's some pretty boy that used to be a quarterback that's on those shows, and it's just, I don't care what you have to say. I listen to you because they hire you, and I want to hear someone break down the game I'm going to watch, which is fun, but I have a real thin uh, margin of my tolerance for these people when they're talking about what they're experts on, let alone this. It's like, okay, bye. Like, I, I don't care. Like, I, I realize for the last five years, conservatives have been screaming at ESPN to just talk about sports. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, consider the fact that we don't think you're that smart when you're talking about the things you're talking about. <laughs> Maybe don't go too far into the weeds here. But Yeah, they're kind of meatheads for the yeah. most part. Yeah, Especially exactly. the game day guys. Like, I... I haven't watched that in years, but when I did, yeah, they were, they're not the sharpest tools in this shit, I guess. No. <laughs> uh, no. Sunday, we mostly stayed home. My dog had a hair appointment, so I took her to her hair appointment and back. Your dog had a hair appointment? Yeah. What do you call that? Uh, a groomer appointment? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but they also stuck their finger in her butt, so that's what? like- 
Mm. Oh, they express the uh, the anus area. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to so do that. It's like a normal hair appointment then. I mean, don't they do that when you get your hair <laughs> yeah. cut? Yeah. Uh, we skipped a week last week, but we're right back with poop talk. Uh, we went to False Idol. It's like a tiki restaurant. We did that yesterday morning. Uh, we scored some brunch tickets there for their anniversary it's like some kind of exclusive thing like they they had very uh, low capacity limits for it mm-hmm. so it was kind of nice actually it was really nice um, is there it, a story behind the name of the place false idol or? it's a tiki bar so it's in san diego so everybody's a christian here so it can't it has to be false idol so it can appeal to the bornigans oh all right. have, have no false idols for me or whatever yeah, yeah there's a brewery in uh, lodi called idol with one of my buddies is like one of the founding members of. It's pretty decent. No, I I made up my reason. I don't know why, but I mean it's tiki thing. So idol is it a tiki little... bar? No, it's just no. a. I don't even know why it's called idol. To be honest, huh. might be Billy's place. Maybe. Uh, I we... saw Billy Idol live once. Like playing? Yeah. How old? It was great. But dude, this was like a couple years ago. He's oh really? Fucking... Yeah, he still has it, dude. I don't know how old he is, but. Dude, whatever the cocaine heroin is working for him. That's all I'm gonna say. I was at a crowded bar, and my friend said, "That's Billy Idol at the end of the bar." And I said, "No, it's not." He's all, "Yeah, it is." And I'm like, "No, it's not." And he goes, "Billy!" And the, the, the guy looks, and he goes, "Rebel yell, fist pump, fist pump, fist pump." <laughs> you know, like in the song. Yeah, yeah of course. Ma, ma, ma. Was he wearing leather pants and shirtless? In that's... my head, he is. I don't even remember what he looked like. Like every time I tell was... that story, it becomes a different album cover. It's like the cyberpunk cover every time. Right. No, he literally, at the show, was leather pants and shirtless, uh, and he's got to be like 70 at this point, right? I, I was know. thinking that recently, too. How old he must be. No. He, he still pulled it off, man. I'll yeah. say that. It's a great show. We uh, went to my mom's for Labor Day. My aunt and uncle came over, did some grilling. I uh, threw the football with my fun uncle for a while. That was actually pretty fun. Throwball. Yeah, throwball. And then... Um, I went inside to get something, and then I came back out, and Natasha was like, hey, you're, um, when you were gone, your uncle came up to me and kind of asked me, and I'm like, oh, great, where's this going? <laughs> he asked me if I could give him one of the joints I rolled. I'm like, oh. Oh, that's could have been way worse. <laughs> you don't understand. My <laughs> uncle has has embarrassed himself at two different weddings from smoking the vape, the, the weed vape. And and like both times it goes exactly like this. Okay, Uncle Chris, I know you used to smoke a lot of pot, but these vapes are incredibly potent. I'm gonna right. take one drag and come back to me in fifteen minutes. Five minutes later, he's like, You don't understand, I'm totally fine. This has done nothing. Takes another drag. Immediately he's like, That was too much. And then he starts <laughs> screaming at the DJ in both weddings. Neither of them were mine. I was gonna say I don't recall that, so no, that's not a big deal. That didn't happen yeah. at either of mine. Um uh <laughs> that's it. Um uh, oh and do you have a mask hole of the week? I don't. Mine's my Aunt Jana. There oh. there was six of us there total and we're all sitting outside and like anytime my uncle Chris got anywhere close to anybody, she's like, Mask, mask, back up, six feet. And so, you know, I appreciate it, but someone's gotta be I'm, the mask hole this I'm week. I'm curious what it's gonna be like when I get up to Washington because my dad's told me that pretty much nobody wears masks up there. That's like heavy Trump country where I'm going, which should be fun. Also, the 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 chief of police in the city where he, town where he lives erected a mock Trump tower in his front yard. So I'm hopeful that it's still there, and I will take pictures and we could put it on the show's Instagram. Yeah, that'll wait. be a show. That'll be a show photo, by the way. For we'll sure, we'll do uh, show cover photos. Yeah, we're gonna start doing that. By the way, I think it makes the show stand out more. 
Yeah, agreed. Are you going to do the stinger at the beginning of this one? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, big thanks to my cousin, Max. He's a musician and uh, sound engineer, audio engineer. He uh, Astrologator on, uh, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yes. follow Astrologator yeah, on YouTube or Instagram, but his YouTube channel is great. He does really good yeah. explainers of music. And just audio stuff in general. Yeah, it, and it's like it's five or seven minutes long, and yeah. it's like the right amount of nerdy where you learn something without you being like overwhelmed, you know? They'd, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that no, was good shit. Very cool of him to do that for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Sorry. So he. So we have a little <laughs> stinger. You probably noticed at the beginning of the show that he made for us. Um, we're gonna. I just like to have that there, so it sort of like differentiates between the last show you were listening to and this show, since we usually just start since, off with us. Just yeah, the like, cold open. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Do you want to get right. into sports at all? Do you have much? You know, do you have anything to talk about with sports? Not really. I mean, uh, Dustin Johnson won the FedEx Cup uh, over the weekend, actually yesterday, because it goes through Monday for the holiday. Uh, so that's cool. I like that guy. Um, and you he see is... Djokovic got ex- got disqualified at yeah, the U.S. Open? I did. I didn't see the details. I just saw it like a headline. What happened? Do you know? I guess he accidentally hit a line judge with the ball, and they're like, that's it. You don't get to play. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched any of that at all. I did watch some golf. That was fun. I watched the Giants play. They've been doing okay. I don't know exactly where the, they are in the standings. I know you have a note about the Padres. Yeah, well, the Padres are only four and a half games back, which <laughs> in September so has never happened since like 1998. Uh, right. Yeah, so the Dodgers are four and a half games up on them. The Padres are in second place. Um, the Padres have uh, 16 games left in the season, though, so right. four and a half can be covered Three of those games are with the Dodgers, so you know, two of those will get them one game up. And if right. they win two of those, they'll cover one game. And seven of those sixteen Ooh. games are against your Giants. Yeah, what the Giants are probably number three? I would guess. I would I guess. Know. I stopped yeah. looking. Yeah, I don't yeah. really care. I I secretly really hope the Padres win the World Series for the first and only time this year. With the asterisk, you just want the asterisk. I, yeah, I want I want to be a footnote of history that no one else can have, since we'll never actually win a real World Series. <laughs> it's great. There's so many sports. Dude, it could be the Padres and it could be the Padres versus the A's in the World Series. That would be pretty lit, actually. That actually would be pretty cool. Yeah. 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 That'd get me back into baseball. But that's it, man. I don't got nothing else for sports. All right, cool. You have some news and politics that I am afraid to even start talking about because I feel like I don't know half about it. So Okay, we can get into it. Um so the big news last week was the Atlantic article um where they came out and said that Trump had said that America's Americans who died in war are losers and suckers. Um, and this has now been independently reported by a number of different uh, news organizations, including the New York Times, including the Washington Post, including Fox News, actually, um, which is a bit surprising that even they would uh, report that. Um, Jennifer Griffin was the reporter for Fox News that reported it. Trump came out in a tirade on Twitter demanding that she be fired. She's um, a respected reporter. Like, she's really a is. respected reporter within Fox News. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of other reporters and other news organizations came out in her defense, which was kind of cool to see. Um, so, I mean, we've had comments similar to this from trump in the past you know with uh, the whole mccain thing where he said i prefer the guys that don't get shot down um obviously he personally avoided military service 
and there's well, even talk about the quote the the quote was why should i go to that cemetery it's well, filled with well losers. <laughs> let's talk about the context though so okay. this is last year while he's in france seeing mm-hmm. the 100 year anniversary the end of world war one correct right correct and i believe one of the funerals uh or cemeteries is a cemetery for the i want to say like 600,000 people that died in the battle of the marne like it, I know it wasn't 600,000, but shit, it, I, honestly, it might have been 100,000. Pretty sure 100,000 people died in, maybe I'm getting the Psalm and Marne confused, but either way, he's always out of touch. He's always out of touch with things that are important. So so for him to be unfamiliar with the gravity of the events that he isn't familiar with, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not surprising anymore. No, but, not at all. Yeah. Do you have that quote? So so the quote was him asking if he has to go to that funeral for he didn't, the He didn't want to go. Uh, and so. he was like he was like trying to say, like, do I have to take a car there? Can we say that I don't have to take a car there? Because that's not safe. And then they were like, no, Mr. President, all the other world leaders are taking a car there, so that's not a good excuse, right? Like, aren't, yeah. isn't that? Okay. So, well, so here, I'll just read some of the stuff from the article. I have it pulled up. So Trump rejected the idea of the visit because he feared his hair would become disheveled in the rain. Also, other people said this is, not quoting an article anymore, any, but other any, people... Any citing of, like, is there a source on that? I know Don McGahn is a source on some of these. Um, I, I, I'm sure it's a conglomeration, because not all these conversations came at the same time, too. Uh, right. This one was obviously before the funeral. It's its own one, but the McCain one was at a different time. That was a different time, yeah. yes. Uh, there is nothing... No no source cited. Um, okay, so... He, he did not believe it important to honor American war dead, according to four people with first-hand knowledge of the discussion that day. So four people unnamed, basically unnamed sources, right? Which, but this has been corroborated by multiple news agencies. By, yes, so, by multiple yeah, news right. sources. Uh, in a conversation with senior staff members on the morning of the scheduled visit, Trump said, why should I go to that cemetery? It's filled with losers. In a separate conversation on the same trip, Trump referred to the more than 1,800 Marines who lost their lives at Below Wood as suckers for getting killed. The article goes on to talk about his comments about McCain. McCain died in August 2018. Trump told his senior staff, according to three sources with direct knowledge of this event, we're not going to support that loser's funeral. And he became furious, according to witnesses, when he saw flags lowered to half staff. What the fuck are we doing that for? Guy was a fucking loser, the president told aides. Trump was not invited to his funeral. So, I mean, I found it... Not At the surprised. time, wasn't it reported that he didn't go to his funeral? Or was he not invited? Was it always reported that way? I, I know I interrupted you. Sorry. I'm trying to remember the reporting at the time. I, I, I There's just no chance he got a benefit of the doubt. Not that I think he always does. Right. And I, I think it was just highlighted that he didn't go. I don't think yeah. it was highlighted that he wasn't invited. But That's probably not that significant. But the last Yeah, he wasn't invited to anything. a lot of places he went to. So. <laughs> <laughs> Women's dressing room of sure. he's hosting... So I, I just I found it interesting that even you know that that Fox News corroborated it and that the you know that that reporter being called out by him and basically be trying he tried to cancel her let's be honest that's what he was trying to do yeah um, and other reporters came to her defense and she's still there so you know well, one thing I thought was interesting at the press conference the day after that came out there were only two questions asked about it and that was it and and I believe it. Maybe not in both of them, but in one of the two questions, he deferred talking about it by saying, I can't hear you because of your mask. He did. And I love that that reporter was like, oh, that's fine. I'll just yell through my mask 
because you're not going to not answer my question because you're mocking me. Yeah. I mean, so there is there is impact to this. I mean, the there's a poll in the, uh, what is this, Military Times and Syracuse University Institute for Veterans and Military Families found that 37.4% of active duty personnel support Trump's re-election bid, while 43.1% back Joe Biden. This was before the Atlantic story dropped. So you can imagine what that might look like now. Um, yeah. yeah. By the way, and, yeah. I just noticed the sticker on your cup. You like that? <laughs> yeah, you told me you were going to order those. But, yeah, but... There's a, I'll, I'll have a bunch coming up to you. Uh, All right, cool. I don't think I have your address, so yeah. I'll get it to you. Yeah, guys, we've got stickers on heavy-duty vinyl. Dope. Yeah. Sorry, that completely derailed me. I, I just, I, I've been looking at it and like seeing it, and I just wasn't paying yeah, attention. Yeah, I've been holding it yeah. like for product placement for a while here, just constantly <laughs> sipping an empty cup of coffee. I was wondering what you were doing with that. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. I'm going to get that out of the way now. <sighs> Move on to beer. <laughs> uh, were you, saying, you were saying something. Um, uh, just that you can imagine the impact that that's going to have on pe- military families who as far as you know voting in november like that's there's been the reporting about this situation the way he treated mccain and talked about him previously he recently came in also against uh, leaders of the pentagon saying that you know all they want to do is start wars so they can enrich the he called them dummies right yeah he called yeah yeah so i don't know. I, I think that's definitely going to have an impact and we'll see if how much of an impact, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. So the most recent approval rating poll had data including up to yesterday, the 7th, which maybe people didn't like check the news over the weekend. I mean, it's possible, right? It's a busier weekend. Although our download stayed steady, you guys rock. Awesome. On the last week's polls or approval ratings, he's exactly at 50, 50 or 48, 48 approve, disapprove, and then undecided. Whatever the number is, it's he has equal approval approve and disapprove and that at least had a couple of days of data including um that news although i'm really looking forward to seeing the new numbers from that although i I heard somebody saying if if trump actually shot someone on fifth avenue like he said and then came out and admitted that all of the reporting in the atlantic article was accurate do you really think it would cause a a noticeable dip in his uh, on on come voting day. Honestly, I think <clears throat> I certainly think that there is a portion, a large portion of his base that won't be swayed by anything. Um, could be video evidence, could be him coming out, like you said, and just admitting that he did all of it. There's a certain portion of his base that's just intractable; they're not going to go anywhere. But I do feel like there are some independence people there are specific groups of people that voted for obama in 2012 and and switched to trump in 2016 and i think those people uh can definitely be impacted by things like this yeah i think you're right yeah you want to move on to uh rochester yeah uh so over the last week there's been a lot of protesting in in rochester did you see that video of the people kind of like at an outdoor restaurant and then a protest came through and just like spilled into the restaurant and everybody was like, time to go. Hmm. I saw a video Trump tweeted today of a McDonald's in Pittsburgh with protesters going off. I might have, I might have seen that video as well. Did Trump tweet it? I might have. I, I'm pretty it, sure I probably, he did. Yeah. I probably saw it. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, the, I mean, everyone that I follow on Twitter is pretty much in libertarian circles, which means half of them are just hardcore Republicans. And I'm sure the video. So 
this is all a reaction to Dan- Daniel Prude. So uh, yeah, Daniel so like Prude, I can, yeah. can kind of set it up a little bit. So Well, yeah, cuz the story of what happened to him is tragic. I mean, yeah, so Daniel Prude, he actually this happened like a couple months before It happened George in Floyd. March, I think. Yeah. It either yeah. happened in March or May, one of those M words. March 30th. March 30th. Uh, so it happened a couple months before the George Floyd killing um, set off all the protests across the U.S. The family got some of the body cam footage released last Wednesday, and that's when it sort of hit the the news cycle. Um, and basically, so I, I can kind of sum up the story quickly here, is that <clears throat> so Daniel Prude was at home in Rochester, New York. He was behaving erratically. Apparently, he may have had some mental issues, uh, and it was determined. He recently moved there. He had lived in Chicago, I think, and his family was like, "Okay, you're going to come stay with us while you get your head together." Right. Although it's very sympathetic. Like that's easy. It's very easy to sympathize with that. The toxicology reports show that he was on PCP at the time that he was killed. So there's that. Uh, His brother actually. But that doesn't. All I'm trying to do is say that. He was having a mental episode in Chicago. He'd been moved to a more rural place to try to connect with yeah. family and be out of sure. that environment. Absolutely. Um, his brother was actually the one that called the police um, to try and get some help. They Apparently, he approached them, and he was saying that he had coronavirus, and he was spitting. So they put something on him that's called a... A spitting hood or something like yeah. that. He had been um, earlier in the day. His brother called the cops to get an ambulance and him taken to a uh, hospital, right. and uh, he got looked at and released. And his brother even said when he came home that he was like, "Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I get you. I understand." Um, and then turned around and ran out into the snow, and that was when he called the cops. Right. Um, the video shows one officer placing both hands on Mr. Prude's head and holding him against the pavement <clears throat> while another places a knee on his back. Even because he had the... been, <clears throat> he'd been spitting and saying, I have coronavirus, I have corona. Right. Yeah. Give me and that you can gun. hear that. You can hear that on the, on the, uh, I haven't seen the, the video, but I've listened to a right. breakdown of it. On... Yeah. One officer repeatedly tells him to stop spitting and to calm down. After about two minutes, he's no longer moving or speaking. Uh, officer says, are you good, man? You call a paramedic over. Before that, he threw up. Yeah, he threw up water. Yeah. Um, paramedic tries to perform CPR on him. They put him in an ambulance. Um, but he, he did die, I guess, on the way to the hospital. It says of complications of asphyxia in the setting of physical restraint. So, I mean, a really shitty situation. You had some thoughts on it more, I guess? I, I just, I mean, for, for once, not not for once. I I, I don't I don't have like a motive or a narrative to spin here, but I did feel like anytime these stories come up, we're very quick to condemn the police. And I just don't know what I would have fucking done in the situation. Like uh, he must've been pushing his body weight down on him for a long time in a way that I haven't really imagined yet. Because when I hear this story, I'm like, okay, yeah, that hood, it sounds like, dude, it was early March. Mid March, late March, end of March, end of March. March. Yeah. Just put yourself back into mid, end of March as a not police officer, and just imagine if somebody who's spitting was within ten feet of you. Like, right? I mean, that sounds like literally. I. It's like that and being on a airplane with 
like uncontrollable turbulence are like my two worst fears at that time. I mean, there, I, that was like I two weeks into lockdown. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I I can imagine police feeling. And it was in New York, where New York is was the epicenter of all that yeah. stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. So I think my perspective would be that this is what people are talking about when they're talking about defund the police. Yeah. Is that we need people that are trained similar to... to police, but are different and that tr- are trained to deal with these sort of situations. And we need a, a new kind of social worker, I guess, in this country. And obviously, it's a crazy job, and they're going to have to be very well compensated to do it. But situations like this, people with guns should be responding to. I mean, it should be people who understand how to work with people who are troubled or who are in these sort of situations. Um, and, and Did you say to, people with guns should be responding to? Should not. Oh, should not, yeah. People with guns should not. People who are going to. Well, I mean, he these... could potentially have, got, have turned violent, though. I mean, I don't. So maybe, know. The, maybe somebody with that like is behind role. them. Uh-huh. Is behind them, but the uh-huh. person taking point should be whatever this new kind of social worker. Yeah, is. Yeah, like the social worker would arrive and be like, "Oh shit, okay, also a cop," and then right before <laughs> yeah. they go do anything, the cop shows up. Yeah, right. I think yeah. I mean, that I think that's what people are asking for well some people yeah are well because for, because the worst case scenario in that is while you wait for someone with force to arrive the guy gets away and hopefully nothing bad happens but you didn't end up killing that guy and yeah. now it's your job as a law enforcement officer to track him down and find him peacefully like right yeah it's yeah. like we act like again prison of two ideas we act like that's not an option when we're like yeah but just don't strangle people like yeah no 100 percent. that's yeah exactly Exactly. It's it's there's there's got to be a third options or fourth options here. Um, so it's weird. You keep hearing like, uh, at least I hear people when they complain for the other side on that. They're like, okay, so what? It's two a.m. and someone's breaking into your house, and you're gonna call a social worker? It's like, no. Are you like you're being willful here? Like you are willfully arguing with me. You're not trying to participate in a constructive manner. Of course, that is the the, the situation where an armed police officer would show up. Like we're talking about someone triaging a threat and getting the right response out to it. Like, have they never called a help desk before, like I, or a support <laughs> desk? Like, you press well, one I mean, for this, press that, two for that, press three well, for this. Like, it's that's if the I way call nine one one, if I call nine one one and I say there's a fire, they don't send a cop with a gun, right? They send, of course, they send yeah, the fire and that and I called nine one one in both instances. So, right, can't they just divide those again, like? Yeah. It's, Again, the prison of two ideas, right? It's maddening. Yeah, it really is. Right. I mean, all we get is, you know, more innocent people killed by police. Yeah. Well, and we get to argue with ourselves about it and have our social fabric torn because change True. won't actually take place. True. Speaking of things that never change, I think you had a corruption story to get into. Oh, yeah. Fun, fun, fun. So Louis DeJoy, our postmaster general, who's been in the news quite a bit recently for uh, allegedly his attempts to slow down the mail, um, is now in the news for a different reason. Before he became the postmaster general, he was the CEO of XPO Logistics, which we talked about. Yeah, I saw I saw a uh, container of theirs rolling on a on a flatbed earlier today. I was like, oh yeah, okay. 
Yeah, dude, I saw one of their trucks like near my store a week ago, and I yeah. was like, I, I never even noticed it. Yeah. I would have not noticed that that was a thing until after this story broke. So It's like when you buy a car, and all of a sudden you see that car everywhere. Right, <laughs> true, true. All right, so prior to, to him being the Postmaster General, he was the CEO for this company. He was also a major uh, fundraiser for the Trump campaign. And what is being alleged now in the story that has broken is that he had various executives that worked for his company make large donations to the campaign um, with the expectation that he would reimburse them for those <laughs> those donations. On top of his $2 million? Yeah. So basically, like, they would donate whatever their max donate was, and then he would reimburse them through bonuses or some other sort of pay. Through the company? Through the company. Are they publicly traded? Oh, shit. I don't even know that. Hold on. Let's okay. find out. We keep talking. Okay. All right. So, so obviously that is huge uh, campaign finance fraud, which is now being investigated by um, uh, some, prosecutors. Some some uh, uh, inspector maybe, general is about to get fired. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the FEC is investigating it. Ooh, XPO is XPO on the New York Stock Exchange. Oh, that means it's publicly traded. So there's that. Buy stock, boys. Wow. Uh, so just imagine you own <laughs> stock in this fund, and then he's spending company, company profits on... Too. Holy shit. Yeah. So well, that's that's a pretty big deal. I'd um, imagine I probably, if I was that person, I'm hypotheticalizing I wanted the president to be elected, though. So we'll see. We'll see, indeed. Um the other story that broke this week, uh, Trump campaign running out of money. Uh, so apparently they raised $1.1 billion between them and the RNC um, up to this point throughout the year. They've already spent $800 million of that. Well, I mean, I guess they should have spent it all by now. I mean, they only have a month and a half left. <laughs> right. They only have a few battleground states that they're going to want to Can you imagine having an extra $200 million? Yeah. That's crazy. But- it's it. They're saying it might not be enough. And Biden and Kamala raised three hundred sixty-five million last month, which was a record for them. Um, so, how much have they raised total? Do you know? I don't know. I, I think it's like seven seven hundred million between yeah. the two parties. It's two billion dollars. It's a lot of money, dude. It's a lot of dude, money, dude. Dude, wait. That just means that there's two billion extra dollars. Going around in the economy, floating around the economy, because be like, let's give it to the people that are running for president. Like, that's well, apparently, a lot of the money that was spent for the Trump campaign was spent on advisors and people that are close to Trump, and Um, funneled from businesses through questionable (laughs) schemes. As we right, also he he wanted to buy uh, Super Bowl ads because Bloomberg was was having Super Bowl ads. So, you know, to appease his ego, remember that guy. Yeah, right. The Bloomberg amount of billionaires have... that were so concerned in what February and they're being silent right now. Like, what's the Starbucks guy? I can't even remember his name. Dude, I can't remember his name either. And wasn't there like another guy from Colorado? Mm, and there was the guy from California too, who also I can't remember who. Uh... Yang. No, the other guy. No, fuck. Tom Steyer. Tom Steyer. That's who I was thinking of actually. Yeah. Um, so. All of those people got on TV, looked us in the fake eyes, and said, <laughs> I'm very concerned about these things, and then have been silent for the last six months. Yeah. That's kind of weird. weird. It's a weird thing. It is definitely a weird thing. Yeah, it's almost like you shouldn't trust them. Yeah. 
Uh, so I don't even have this in the notes today, but we can maybe talk more about it next week. Michael Cohen's book uh, came out today. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, which fuck. It's got all kinds of stuff. Yeah, um, that'll be good for next week. I mean, we've got the book from last week that we'll talk about this week, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah. There, there was one uh, detail I remember something about. Remember the painting that Trump used his charity to pay for? It was a painting of him, and that's why his charity got shut down. Vaguely? The I feel Trump like Foundation. I remember hearing about another charity doing that, how they like they inflate the value of it so that they can write it off, right? Is that the idea? So actually, so this painting was commissioned, and then it was going to be uh, sold at a uh, art auction in the Hamptons. And Trump was really worried that it wasn't going to make any money, like nobody was actually going to bid much on it. So he had Cohen call one of his rich buddies and be like, hey, I need you to make this like the most expensive thing that goes out of that auction by like as many multiples as you can, and then I'll reimburse you later for it. <laughs> so he did that, and then isn't that a like a plot device from a movie? It seems like it, yeah. <laughs> so then, so then the Trump Foundation they they paid the guy back using the Trump's foundation. Oh, and that's and that's how the foundation got shut down. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, I, I didn't know good that times. detail. Yeah. yeah, good times. Anyway, so there should be a lot of interesting things from that book that we can we can get into next week. He's been all over the air um, today. With obviously with the book coming out, so it feels yeah. like every week a book comes out like that. Though I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was Mary Trump's book, right. um, Michael Schmidt's, Schmidt's book, book came out last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, yeah, his... it's just nonstop. Yeah, I mean, it's a good idea to get them out now, right? I mean, oh yeah, it's perfect timing. They're all late November would be a bad time to release those. They're all selling like crazy. I'm sure. Yeah. You want to take a break? Do the other stuff we got to talk about in the B side? I do. Let's All let's right. see you on the B side. Cheers. Cheers. Now this is podcasting.